With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Gaslight Collective proudly presents... Frog Watch, music that tells a story, with your friend and host, Big Tony Rousick, a.k.a. Frog Squatch. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Prague Watch, my friends. Big Tony here for yet another week of fabulous music from all around the world of progressive rock. I sure have had a lot of interesting things going on lately, don't you think? What with my Kevin Godley program, the Moody Blues special, and the boys from the Aaron Clift experiment dropping by for a chat. So this week I'm going to get around to finishing off my coverage of the keyboard phenom of Dream Theater, Liquid Tension Experiment, and Levin Miniman Rudis. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only Jordan Rudess. I spoke to Jordan earlier this summer, and you heard some of that chat along with a lot of great music from his illustrious career in episode 430. This week, I'm going to let you hear more of that conversation and play a lot more great music featuring Mr. Rudess. Of course, some of the chat we had was about some things he had coming up like KeyFest, which has come and gone already for this year. But this is an event that happens annually, I believe. So if you are interested, I will have links for you to find more information when I post this episode to progwatch.com. That's all one word, P-R-O-G-W-A-T-C-H dot com. Maybe you can catch it next year and hang out with Jordan if you're interested. But now let's get on with the program. First up, some music from the second Liquid Tension Experiment album, aptly titled Liquid Tension Experiment 2, from 1999. This is Acid Rain. Oh, 
was Acid Rain from the second Liquid Tension Experiment album in 1999. In addition to Jordan Rudess, Liquid Tension Experiment featured John Petrucci and Mike Portnoy of Dream Theater and the inimitable Tony Levin on bass and stick. Jordan's association with Mr. Levin continued in later years in the Levin Miniman Rudess project, and we will hear a little of that later in the program. For now, let's listen to a cool cover which Jordan did on his 2007 album, The Road Home. This is Dance on a Volcano, and I'm sending this one out to a friend of Prague Watch, Mr. Terry Nightingale, who enjoys the show down under in Perth, Australia. Good day, and thanks for listening and emailing me, Terry.
That was Jordan Rudess covering the Genesis classic Dance on a Volcano from his 2007 solo album The Road Home. Now let's change gears and listen to a piano piece from Jordan's 2015 album The Unforgotten Path. This is called For Japan, and I guess I'll send this out to all my Japanese listeners. Mr. Rudess is indeed a versatile individual, isn't he? 
He can go from flying synth solos and chunky lines that are at home in a heavy dream theater track to solo piano material played with exquisite emotion and grace. I think maybe Rob Fisher's wearing off on me a little bit here. Anyway, that was For Japan from Jordan's 2015 solo album, The Unforgotten Path. Now let's listen to a little more of my conversation with Jordan. So uh, would you say it's more more geared toward musicians, or are you also trying to you know, make music more accessible to less trained or musically gifted people? Uh, cause I, I don't, I haven't seen any of the apps. I'm not certain what all what you're talking about. Cause, uh, just like Machete yeah. don't text well, prog squatch don't text either. I don't even have a cell phone. I'm a, I'm a dinosaur, man. Well, the, uh, well, yeah, we got to get you, uh, uh, a device to play with the app. <laughs> I, I have a right. tablet. <laughs> You're all right. You're you're in it. So, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to do in creating this company was to create um, software that would bring more people into the music space. So, um, yeah, so that is that is a part of it. Not, you know, every app that I come out with is a little bit different, but that's certainly part of my thinking in in terms of being able to come up with with the. you know, an app software that could be engaging and allow people who wouldn't ordinarily be able to enter the music making space to be able to, to do that. So when I hit a real home run is when I've created something that accomplishes that goal and brings in new people into the music space, but also gets the musicians um, to feel like they can play something that offers them something they've never had before and something that's really fresh and, and expressive. So that's, you know, that's what I would say the main goal is. That's great. Very cool. Very cutting edge too. So, um, yeah. yeah. So you have said that Prague is an art form, I think somewhere. Um, what do you mean by that? Is it the notion of progress? Is that essential to the genre or is the idea of forward movement essential to what you see yourself doing as a composer and keyboard player? Well, the, you know, the, the question, the idea of prog or progressive is something that's talked about a lot, but I think it's hard for people to really kind of like get a clear perspective. One of the things that's really confusing about, you know, like prog rock or progressive is that most of the time it's kind of referring to a style, which we all know from like, you know, the seventies. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Genesis and Pink Floyd, that's like progressive, you know, but at the same time, you know, we do know that there's a lot of great progressive groups uh, that are out today and some of them are even doing things that we hadn't heard before. We're mixing in styles that are kind of fresh. I mean, even Dream Theater, although we've been around for a really long time, when Dream Theater came around, it was mixing in metal and Mm -hmm. frog and chop, which is a different kind of a mixture. So again, progressive rock but not referring to the 70s thing. So I think a, a better way of looking at progressive rock and even um, a way to understand how it was formed is in looking at the fact that progressive means, um, you know, kind of what it means. Like you're, you're pushing the boundaries, you're, you're, you know, opening up channels, you're in terms of just straight ahead music. I mean, you're taking elements of rhythm and harmony and sonics, the sound, and expanding on those so if it's like you're talking about harmony you're talking about progressive you know music uses more than just basic harmony you're starting to you know do interesting things with harmony and change it up or if you're talking about rhythm 
well, that's when you get into like odd time signatures and stuff like that. Because a progressive musician is looking for something new and, you know, changing it from from what might be, you know, basic to, uh, you know, trying different things. So therefore you have, you know, bands that like Gentle Giant playing and odd time signatures or even like Genesis or, you know, King Crimson. So I think that the spirit of progressive is something that's not going away it got started in the 70s and is still moving today into new realms. Unfortunately, there's a lot of groups that are just satisfied with tipping the hat and playing music that we might, that sounds like what we heard, uh, you know, in the 70s. But there's others that, you know, do interesting, different things that are pushing the boundaries. And some of them are not progressive rock as we know it. I mean, you have a group like Sigarose, you know, from Iceland that uh, I don't know what you would call, I don't know what that music is referred to these days. Do you know that group? I do not, no. It's uh, S-I-G-U-R. It's the first word in R-O-S. They do, they're kind of like Pink Floyd, but they're a modern take on that kind of thing, and their music is really awesome. I'll have to um, check it out then. <laughs> It's really, it's really mellow and spacey, but it's definitely progressive. It's just so out there, you know. It's cool and it's very, very popular, which is amazing as well. So, uh, and then, like, I, personally, I'm interested in exploring more, you know, the intersection of ele- of electronic music and progressive rock, and you know, not progressive rock, meaning, you know. Uh, tipping the hat to what happened maybe in the seventies, but also pushing that as well, uh, as much as I can. Yeah. I like a lot of that stuff too. I do, uh, every third week I do a show on Progzilla. It's called a uh, 101 dimensions. And the idea is it's all electronic and ambient stuff. I, I have a lot of that stuff ever since I first heard Autobahn by Kraftwerk back in 1975, when some hip friend of my dad loaned it to him. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really, you know, interesting stuff and you know, to me it's fascinating what those guys were doing at the time oh, yeah. they were inventing the stuff you know nowadays it's kind of passe it's like oh okay yeah sequencers well in the beginning they were using tape loops and things like that it's like keyboard technology actually emulated some of the things that they were doing in an analog manner you know mm-hmm. yeah no, they're and, very cutting edge and and like drum sounds you know i mean when you listen to it today, it might be like, well, that, you know, I've heard that before, but you got to put it in a historical context that, you know, they were inventing it basically, you know, right. Group, groups cool. like Kraftwerk and Tangerine Dream, you know. Um, yeah, I love that stuff. Me too. I, I was a big Tangerine Dream fan. Yeah, same here. Yeah. So um, you mentioned you have KeyFest coming up. What exactly goes on there and what what else is on the horizon here for you? Yeah, well, KeyFest is very exciting. It's something I've been uh, working on for a little bit. I had one last year. Uh, we've held it uh, in Big Indian, New York, which is about two hours outside of New York City, upstate. It's in a beautiful place where the air is fresh and clean, and it's really, you know, really nice up there. And people from all over the world come uh, that are interested in keyboards and technology <clears throat> synthesizers. And we all hang out, which is amazing because usually it's not keyboardists that hang out. It's usually like drummers or guitar players that tend to, you know, bond and do that. Keyboard players are usually drooling over like a picture of a, you know, like a 
computer chip or something or a, <laughs> you know, or a black box, you know, with knobs on it. But, uh, but I put out this energy, you know, I took a risk. I put out this energy that keyboard players might like to hang out. And, uh, and that's what we're, you know, that's what we're working on. It's like a work in progress, really. I think, uh, you know, in the future, we're going to move it into some big cities and do it a little bit differently. But for now, it's up in the country and it's really nice. And I have people from all over the world coming, uh, you know, to hang with us, all different ages, from all different places. And I bring in a whole bunch of keyboards uh, and technology this year. Uh, I'm being joined by Adam Holtzman who is, uh, you know, the keyboardist from the Stephen Wilson band. Okay. Adam played Miles Davis as well, and a bunch of other people. And then I've also got Tom Rislin joining me. Tom okay. is the yep. uh, keyboardist of Renaissance, and he worked with Meatloaf and worked with Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, and then I have a guy whose name is Steve Horlick, who is an incredible electronic musician who's coming with his Buchla system, uh, you know, to make everybody's head spin with amazing sounds. And then I have Jack Hotop who's coming, and Jack Hotop is one of the, has been one of the lead programmer, sound programmers at Korg uh, for the last, who knows how long, you know, 25 years or more. Um, and he's created, you know, anybody who plays this Korg synthesizer has played his sounds. There's just no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be fun. And we hang out and, you know, we have a master class so people can, uh, you know, show what they're doing and get uh, comments and constructive criticism from the uh, encouragement from the teachers. We do, uh, you know, lessons, obviously. We hang out. We jam. It's pretty cool. And actually, if anybody wants to check it out that listens to your show, uh, they just need to go to Jordan Rudis Keyfest. Com and you can still sign up, although it's happening very, very soon, starting on June 19th. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now let's get back to some great Jordan Rudess music. From the most recent Dream Theater album, The Astonishing, in 2016, This is The Gift of Music.
Yes, the gift that keeps giving indeed, the gift of music, from The Astonishing by Dream Theater. The next one is from the same album, and it is called Moment of Betrayal.
That was Moment of Betrayal by Dream Theater from their most recent album, The Astonishing. Now let's hear some Levin Miniman Rudis, as I promised earlier. From the album LMR in 2013, this is Twitch. by Levin Miniman Rudis from the album LMR in 2013. That same year, there was also a great Dream Theater album simply titled Dream Theater. From it, this is Enigma Machine.
Enigma Machine by Dream Theater from their eponymous 2013 release. Now let's hear the remainder of my conversation with Jordan Rudis. What else? Uh, any tours? Any new albums? Uh, yeah. Your, your albums are so diverse. I mean, you go from full-on, you know, uh, Dream Theater style with flying synthesizers and hard guitars, and then and then you have like piano albums. You know, I know. I've always had that issue. Oh, I, it's great. I think it's fantastic. You know. Yeah, but like I can. Re- yeah, thank you. I and I. That's of course who I am. But one funny thing about that, and this is for the young musicians out there, is when I was, you know, just kind of getting out of Juilliard or even younger than that, and you know, com- starting to compose music and doing some like electronics or synthesizer stuff, I was just coming up with these like tapes in those days of myself doing like all this different stuff. So one thing would be really mellow. Another thing would be sounding a little bit like Tangerine Dream. The next thing would sound like rock and, you know, hand it to people. They had no idea who I was, you know, musically. There was no, no identity. It's confusing. You know, if I wanted to be taken seriously, as far as like having any kind of career, you hand that kind of stuff to somebody and they're like, oh, well, this person's talented, but who are they? What are they doing? So I guess the, my message there is in, um, yeah, I mean, at this point in my life, I can do whatever, whatever I want, you know, pretty much, uh, and it's okay. But when you're just trying to develop a career, it's probably a good idea to keep in mind that you should, you know, try to have a clear message. And if you're going to give somebody a demo, you know, for the most part, if you want them to, to understand that you want to follow a career path, it needs to be a focused presentation. You know, yeah, it kind of stinks, but you know, I I understand yeah, yeah, what, what you're saying. I mean, I, not to, not to say that somebody can't be working on a lot of different styles and and doing that on their own, you know, time when they're learning and developing and studying and you know just trying different things. I think that that'd be amazing. But I'm just talking more about when it's time to hand somebody something as a career move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. And hey, there you go, folks out there. It's uh, tips from a master on. For any of you young aspiring players out there, so um, yeah, that was about all I had. I, well, well, I guess we didn't really talk about what what else did you have coming up? Any new albums with uh, DT or solo or you know or tours or what's going on? So um, one of the things I wanted to talk about um, for all the artists and for the fans out there is that I've been working uh, very closely with the people who make uh, the X key keyboard. The X key is a, is a mobile keyboard that I was very involved with. It's a Bluetooth MIDI. It can be a Bluetooth MIDI keyboard uh, that is completely portable. And that company, CME, uh, and I have worked very closely, but this last year uh, we've been working on a new platform for musicians to release their music and for a new platform for fans to enjoy an artist's music. And that's called Artist Co., which is A-R-T-I-S-T-C-O, artistco.com. And what's cool about it, uh, if there's any artists listening and fans as well, is that it's kind of like an area for the diehard fans. Like, let's say you're a fan of mine and you want to hear, like, everything that I'm doing. Like, if I sit down and I synthesize you one day and I start jamming or my piano or I have a song that I'm not necessarily releasing, you know, commercially, I'm going to put it on Artist Co., 
or even if it's a little video of something or something instructional, perhaps I'm going to put it on Artist Co. And it's a place for the, those fans to really enjoy that. And it's a subscription service. So each artist makes his own price for like a yearly subscription. And there's different levels of subscription, too. But the beauty of the system is that uh, it's a like kind of one of these affiliate kind of systems where let's say there's an artist over in Brazil and he is somebody who knows my music. He can he can sign up uh, for my artist co page, and he gets a coded link that he then sends out to all his fans, saying, "Oh, check out Jordan Rudis's music." And when his fans go and check out my music and sign up to my page, that artist actually makes some money. Okay. So I could do that too. I could tell, let's say, all my fans about an artist in China. I could say, uh, you know, Zhao Yitan is an incredible synthesist. I love his playing. And they've never heard of him, but I say that, and they go, they check it out, they like it, they sign up, and all of a sudden, so I'm making a small percentage on the signups. So what's great about that is it's giving musicians a way, uh, you know, to actually you know, stay alive and make some money by supporting each other. Yeah. Now, as far as the fans go, the beauty of the system is that you can also, let's say you decide to send out a link to for people to check out my music, and every time they do, you would be able to get artist co points. So you could get points towards being able to follow another artist or maybe concert tickets or or t shirt. Uh, or if you know, you get it you could also get a special link that could provide uh, actual dollars, depending on if the artist is gonna give that to you. So it's a really interesting system, and we're just getting it off the ground. It's almost uh, one can check it out today. It's not the pay system is not uh, up and running yet, but it will be within the next week. So it's very, very current. It's very, very cool. So people should definitely check it out. I'm going to check it out myself. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's very nice. It's very cool. I got a bunch of things on there, and you'll be able to hear some Jordan stuff right now, probably that you know you might not have heard. All right. All right. So um, I'm just trying to think. So yeah, and then Dream Theater is going back on tour in September, um, and we're going to be touring in Asia, which is going to be really fun. So we'll get to Japan and Korea and uh, China and all these places, and the shows will be you know all announced very soon. Uh, and then fi finally, the other thing maybe to mention is that uh, you know I started doing some solo concerts. I started that before the last run. Dream Theater run, and they were very fun and successful. I did them on the East Coast of the States, and uh, I'm going to be looking to do some more uh, solo shows on the West Coast and then in Europe, uh, maybe around January, February. We're working on those bookings. And that show has been called From Bach to Rock because I've been going back and revisiting some of my classic stuff and I'm literally playing some Bach and some Chopin and some sh some show tunes and some dream theater stuff and you know improvising it's kind of a you know it's a chance for me to take listeners on a bit of a jordan journey the first shows i did were all on acoustic piano i had a beautiful steinway piano at all the venues i played at and i could take people on that ride just using piano which was some nice difference from my usual life with all the gear and everything mm -hmm. so so that's uh that's kind of where my uh bit of where my world is at Coming to Pittsburgh? <laughs> I should. <laughs> if you Why do, not? If there's fans there, I'll come. Well, I'm here. <laughs> All right. You go. You an audience of one. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, stop by any time, man. You know, we'll hang out. Um, Absolutely. Don't go anywhere. Prague Watch will be right back.
Hey, everybody, this is Jordan Rudis from Dream Theater, and you are listening to Prague Watch. I will see you on the road. So I hope you enjoyed listening in on my chat with Jordan Rudis. It was a real honor to have him on the program, and he is a fascinating and talented man. He's into so many cool things. Like I said earlier, I'll try to have as many links as possible to point you to all of his cool endeavors when I post this show to progwatch.com. Anyway, we're going to finish the program with more great music from Jordan, starting with one more from Liquid Tension Experiment. This is from the first album in 1998, and it is called Kindred Spirits.
Kindred Spirits from the first Liquid Tension Experiment album in 1998. Now let's check out a great dream theater epic from their 2011 album, A Dramatic Turn of Events. This is Outcry.
Outcry by Dream Theater from A Dramatic Turn of Events in 2011. We have time for about one more, so let's downshift for another beautiful solo piano piece called The Grand Escapement. It comes from Jordan's solo album Notes on a Dream from 2009. Thank you. 
The Grand Escapement by Jordan Rudess from Notes on a Dream, his 2009 solo release. So I hope you enjoyed this program. In the weeks ahead, I will probably give you guys a Joe Kearney Part 2 since Joe and I had such a long and enjoyable chat. Maybe there will also be another special or two. And of course, there is always so much great new and classic music to play from around the world of progressive rock. Until next time, take care, be good to each other, and prog on, brothers and sisters.